Okay. Okay. I pressed the thing. I pressed it. I pressed the thing. I clicked it. I pressed the digitation. Pressed the digitation. Yes. Yes. It's a spell in D and D. Yeah. I always thought it sounded kind of like um, like a biological process, kind of like photosynthesis. Yes. Yep. It's pressed a digitation, and you're like, oh wow, what? Hmm. <laughs> Oh my god, Juliet this morning was like, I was like, oh man, I can't wait to just go like sit out in the sun for a few minutes like a plant. And she was like, you know what you should do? You should just start telling people that your hair grows naturally green because you just water it and you sit out in the sun for a few hours and boop, chlorophyll hair. And I was like, so good. Genius. Oh my god, immense brain. Gigantic galaxy brain. Yeah. You're like, I "I will. I will. No, actually, I photosynthesize, and I do it through my hair, so. Photosynthesize. Photosynthesize. Making yourself some food there, Fern? Yeah, in case I don't catch anything. Your Brain on Weird is recorded in private homes, in a state where marijuana is recreationally legal. This show's content is intended for adult audiences only. Welcome back to Your Brain on Weird. I'm Jess. And I'm Sam. And this is a podcast about the occult and the paranormal and uh, other weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, lots of weird stuff. Also weed. At the end of each show, after we're done telling each other a story, we give you either a weed update, a news update perhaps, or we give you some weed knowledge for your weed brain. For your weird brain as well. We get weird and then we get weed. Is that Yes. That really ended up being the name of the episode because I was like, nope, it's too good. It's too good. <laughs> also, yeah. nobody has said a thing to us about the April Fool's episode. Really? Nobody has said a thing. So I kn- weird. I know people have listened. Um, so I'm kind of just like, okay, do you, did you hate it? <laughs> did you? I mean, you got to skip the intro and the outro and there were no ads. Did anyone listen to our April Fool's episode? Did anyone get April fooled? At all? Let us know. <laughs> At all? God. It was it wasn't, you know, wasn't anything anything too crazy. We know people weren't really doing jokes this year or pranks, I guess. Haha, ha, pranked you. Prankin'. You've been pranked. Prankin'. Frankenstein? <gasps> wow. I like that. Thank you. It's not Frankenstein's monster, okay? It's just Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> the Frankenstein monster. That makes perfect sense to me. Yes. Yes. I thought I was going to say something, but I forgot. Anyway. Okay. How are you? I'm doing okay. My chest really hurts today. And uh, that's really cool. So I have a pretty short story. <laughs> that is okay. I don't want to aggravate it too much. But I also worked like... Went outside this morning, and I cleaned up the garden a little bit, and I, like, put some rocks around one of my flower beds, and I made the little, our little porch area. I closed it off with some chicken wire so Artemis can go out there and just chill out in the sun. Oh, cool. she's loved it. 
She's been loving it. That's amazing. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. I love that for her. <laughs> Me too. And uh, she really loved it for herself. I put her little bed out there. She was like, Sunbeam, this is great. Um, yeah. And it was great. But now I locked her inside while we're recording, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but besides that, just uh, chilling. I'm very uh, stoked that it's now warm. Yeah. Yeah. I've been yeah. doing pretty good the last few days because I don't feel like absolute shit, mm-hmm. which is great. I love that for us. Yes. I love that I can actually keep the windows open and yeah. I can go outside yeah. without yep. having to like wear a bunch of layers and shit. So yeah. it's very nice. I wore like a t-shirt outside. It was wonderful. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. only gotten to be like 55, I think, where we are. Uh, so It's 66 out today. Ooh, good number. Mm-hmm. Also, it's supposed to be 69 tomorrow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but also, that's so warm, and I love that for us. I also love that for us. That's great. Yeah. 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 So I'm very excited that it's finally spring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? I am also excited that it's finally spring. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm doing pretty okay. I did a ton of cleaning this morning around the house, so I'm very tired. Which is why I'm kind of excited that I'm not telling a story this week. Completely fair. But I do have this cool cannabis-infused seltzer that I'm going to drink that is supposed to make me uh, brighten everyone's day, is what it says in the can. So, Okay. (laughs) Hooray. Cool. Sounds great. Yay. But anyway, yeah, I'm I'm doing all right. I guess I don't have any complaints. Uh, I've been pretty tired, though, which... I could do without, even though I've been chugging yeah, a ton of I mean, water. I've been super tired. Yeah, I've also been very tired ever since I got my vaccine, to be honest. Oh, man, me too, actually. Hmm. So that could definitely just be, um, I, I did read that was one of the, like, the main side effects. It was just like fatigue. Does it so go on? it could just be that. Does it go on for that long? Because it's been like 10 days. It's been like two weeks. Yeah, something like that. I don't that. know. It has yeah, been two I don't know how now. long it lasts for, so I don't know. I don't know. I get my second shot next week, though, so I'm excited. Nice. Hell yeah. I got a couple more weeks, but yep. I'm still very yep. excited. It's still it's still very soon. Yes. So It's very soon. It's very soon. Yes. And then we'll be able to hang out with our beautiful friends, and I'm Yay. very excited. Yay. I'm, I'm so excited. I really hope that we can do some kind of crazy trip this year too yeah absolutely now that we know that that's happening and i'm mm-hmm. i'm stoked mm-hmm. that we're both getting vaccinated just in time for 420 yes yeah just in time for 420 just in time yeah it'll be great and it'll be warm outside ah. Mm-hmm. Ah. lovely things are looking up things are looking up they are they are all right God, they make this. I've been trying to open this the entire time I've been sitting here. I, I yeah, I kind of noticed that. I <sighs> was gonna say anything. Um, how much uh, how much water have you drank today? Have you been hydrating? I think I've had two two glasses, two normal size glasses. Okay. So yes, I am hydrating, but I'm probably not doing Good. as well as I could be. But now that I've got this weird weird Salsa beverage, open. now beverage. that I've got it open. It's got five milligrams of THC in it, so we shall see. Is it flavored? Yes, it's lemon lime. Okay, I was gonna, I was, I was just wondering if it was just weed flavored. Also, I have lemon lime hair right now. You do. It actually matches your hair perfectly. Hold on. You know what? 
Oh, that's good. Okay. <laughs> that's amazing. Yes, it does match your hair quite perfectly, actually. Yeah. Let's see. Cute. I love that. <laughs> Sent it to you. I will have to post that later because it's very nice. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, oh, and I had coffee. So, so that's good. Yeah. What about you? As you chug water. <laughs> I chugged a full bottle this morning, plus um, I had my usual uh, big old cup of coffee. I put a lot of ice in it today. I actually put ice in first mm-hmm. and then put coffee in, so it was mostly ice this morning, because I figured I didn't really need that much caffeine. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I probably am on, on a better track than usual. I've peed a bunch today. <laughs> nice. That's a good sign. <laughs> That is a good sign. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then, um, oh, because my chest is hurting, I'm not smoking today. Mm-hmm. So everyone is aware. But just so you know, I did take an edible. So I mixed a little bit of weed butter into my mashed potatoes, my instant mashed potatoes. And <laughs> nice, nice, nice. We'll see how this goes. We'll see how high I get during the duration of this programming. Wonderful. We're both experimenting a bit here, then. <laughs> I love that for us. <laughs> you do. Weed technology. Weed technology. It's wild. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, anything else to say? Uh. Oh, we had that weird, weird... I, I don't even know. Is that a synchronicity with the new moon? Or... Oh, I mean, I think that... Dude, I'm still calling that a really crazy discovery. I think, yeah, we should definitely talk about that. <laughs> yeah, we should talk about yeah, that. So... <clears throat> So my mom sent me a little care package the other day that had, A, a bunch of my mail, and um, it had a bunch of, like, old pictures, which was really cool, and then she also gifted me a necklace that is, it's the moon phase that, it's the phase that the moon was in the day that I was born, and it, like, glows in the dark, and it's really cool. And I cried when I opened it a little bit because I was like, oh my god, it's so pretty. And new moons yeah. already have like a big significance to me, right? So I opened the box and I saw a new moon and I'm like, oh, my mom must have known that I really like new moons. And that's, you know, whenever it's a new moon, I make a big deal out of it. That's like my favorite moon phase. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she must have known that because my, my mom reads my tweets and stuff like that. So I was like, she must have known. <laughs> and... uh then I looked at the card and it had like my birthday on it. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. I thought I was born on like a waning crescent or something like that. And so I looked it up again. And it turns out that the time that I was born, I was born very early in the morning, makes it to where that it was still technically a new moon on the time that I was born. So I thought that was really cool. And I was super stoked about that. So I like got on the Zoom call with Sam today and I was like, oh, look at this necklace. Like, oh, it's so cool. And also it's a new moon and blah, blah, blah. And Sam was like, I like want to know. Yeah. I was like, wow, what if like I want to look at my, like what phase was the moon in when I was born? And I had never even thought about looking up that before. And then, of course, I pull up my birthday, my birth year. I look it up and it is literally the last day of a waning crescent yeah so it is the exact same moon phase as sages it is the last day between a waning crescent and a new moon yeah and that was fucking wild we're born like six and a half months apart now a little bit less than that four and a half months but um 
Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, that's it was pretty crazy. And dude, how okay. were we both born on new moons? I like can't. I can't. I'm actually very upset that I wasn't recording when you looked that up because I wish I was recording actually the video. Like, I wish I had like the Zoom call recording because you like <laughs> you like looked it up on your phone and then you just like put your like head in your hands and you just like sat there. And you just, like, started laughing, and I'm like, what? <laughs> you're like, didn't say anything. And I'm like, did you just make some kind of crazy discovery? And say, was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, really did. Oh, my God. I was speechless. Yeah, I was, literally for, like, two minutes. I was like, what? I was like, of course, of course. Of course we're, yeah. of course, yep. Per- yep. Oh, it's always weird good. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was so crazy, so crazy. Holy crap. I love it. Yeah. Weird astrology thing, I guess. That is a weird astrology thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're going to have to post about that, too. My moon is in Gemini. What's yours in again? Cancer. Okay. Interesting. I don't know the significance of that is. I don't either. (laughs) Although, I did see... Hang on. Let me pull the thing back up, because it actually does say Gemini. Oh, weird. Huh? Um, but because I was born so late at night, I think that's when the cancer moon changed to a cancer moon. Oh, oh! So for that's the pre- still weird predominantly, yeah. Okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. So it's like, oh, after three twelve p.m., it becomes a cancer moon. So I was born in the cancer moon, but it right it is right on the cusp of Gemini. Wow, that's weird. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Cool. Just cool things. I need to look at my I need to look at my chart again because now I'm curious again. It also says organ organs influenced by your moon sign, which is very interesting. Oh yeah. But stomach, <laughs> mucosa, breasts, womb, ovaries. Weird. Okay. But right on the other side of that cusp is shoulders, arms, bronchial tubes, and lungs. That sounds, yeah, that sounds... I've been having shoulder issues and lung issues forever. Yes. I was going to say, that sounds more accurate. Yeah. Very weird. I wonder, uh, I might have to just look into that some more. Look into the Gemini moon more and see if I, like, pull from that. What? Do you know what house yours is in? Not off the top of my head. Okay. I don't. I don't know. Because in my mine it says, people with the moon in Gemini tend to be quite moody. Correct. <laughs> Sign itself is restless, flexible, and can be way too easily manipulated. They're often too concerned with other people's opinions about them. And too much detailed information like that can cause inner problems for them. Alternatively, you are a lively and optimistic person with the ability of adjustment and fast reaction when the courses are changing. You are often able to look at the circumstances for many points circumstance from many points of view even the new ones you didn't see coming and thus accurately reflect the reality also you have a very well coordinated sight and touch which can be valuable in journalism for example wow so i I think that's general and then moon in 12th house says that you need frequent moments of solitude in order to recharge yourself emotionally that Hmm. yes i was literally talking about that earlier today yeah (laughs) i was literally talking about how if i'm alone on my birthday again this year, I will not be upset. I will find things to do and I will not be sad about being alone because I like being alone. Yo. So that's funny. Yeah. Weird. Just weird astrology things. Weird. <laughs> anyway, that's cool. Wow. Yeah. 
Cool, 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 cool. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to hear what your thing is. A ghost story. Yay! And like most of my ghost stories, this takes place in a hotel. Yay! So today I'm going to be talking about the Weatherford Hotel in Flagstaff, Arizona. Oh, okay. Because I've been thinking about Arizona recently. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean all the time. Yes. So, the early years. Um, so the Weatherford Hotel was built by John Weatherford. Uh And opened in the year 1900. Wow. Okay. So it's old as shit. Yes. Um, 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 Sorry, this website doesn't work (laughs) very well. Oh, here it goes. That sounds right. Um, So it opened in the year 1900. And uh, it was a very high class hotel. Um, It was doing very well for the area. John Weatherford ended up building an opera house. He named it the Majestic. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny, actually. Um, but a freak snowfall on December 31st, 1915, dumped five feet of snow, flattening many buildings, including oh, the no. opera house. I was like, oh, no, that's not good news for flat top buildings like yeah right five Arizona. feet of snow oh god that's yeah. wild um, absolutely just crushed yep <laughs> oh no so weatherford was like all right let's try again so he opened the orpheum so the new opera house on august 31st 1916 so it took him eight months to rebuild okay um and that building is still standing today Okay. So telephone service reached Flagstaff in 1910, and Weatherford built a small brick building for the telephone company, I guess. So he, like, helped them get telephone service in Flagstaff in 1910. Oh, okay, weird. So he built the... the I don't know what they're calling it. It just, it, it like says they, uh, they built a small brick building for the telephone company. Okay. So obviously they needed it for something and he built it. So he built that and he put it like on the property. Um, okay. So basically that guy ran, ran the hotel until he died and it changed hands a few times. And in, uh, May 1975, Henry Taylor and his brother Lloyd purchased the Weatherford. And they were at the time in a contract with the state of Arizona to house rehabilitation clients who were receiving physical therapy and job training. Oh. So the Weatherford residential facility lasted two years. And okay. unfortunately, there was not enough money from the state to continue being open. Great. Yep. Very fun. So. So, in 1977, the Taylors changed part of the hotel um, into a giant dining room and exchange pub. So, they, like, remodeled the whole, like, first floor, I guess, of the hotel, and they turned it into a high-class dining establishment, and then also a bar. Okay. Which they play like tons of like live music and shit and stuff in so neat yeah so that's really fun so basically they've just been like growing their business and they're making sure their hotel is really nice uh 
from when they got it and they still own it today it looks like they've moved to like high high class dining now so all the rooms are now really nice um well a standard room is 125 a night oh that's not that crazy no these are actually like really affordable hey we should stay here yeah how many how many rooms are there it doesn't look like a big building it's it's i don't think it's that big all rooms all right now i need now i need to go where you are yeah it's uh weather weatherfordhotel.com 17 quaint private rooms so it's not that big okay i mean that's better honestly in my opinion i will stay in the heart of dude absolutely i want to i want to go here i love flagstaff so me too yes wow the rooms look really nice two double beds sunday through thursday 105 a night oh my god this place looks awesome yeah wow okay and I'm excited now because I'm assuming it's also haunted. So correct. <laughs> it will be haunted, or it is haunted, or it would be haunted. It might be I, haunted. It might be. <laughs> yes, it's very cute. It's a very cute hotel, though. And I have been to Flagstaff before, and I do remember walking by it and like looking at it and being like, "That's a fucking weird hotel." You know what it looks like, and. It- I feel like you're probably going to say something about this, but it looks like a building that you would see in, like, New Orleans from the outside. Oh, weird. No, I wasn't thinking that okay. at all. But I was going right. to say, it's I got, wonder like, if they, it like... It kind of has, like, a balcony look to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got the weird spire on the top. Yeah. Like, the... Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's a very cool-looking building. It's, like, situated on the corner, so, like... Half of it goes one way, and the half of it goes the other way, and, like, yeah, it's real cool, the pillars and stuff. Interesting. There's a weird little aside down here. In the colder months, the hotel is heated with steam radiators, so if you hear Mm -hmm. clanking on a cold winter night, it's not ghosts. Yeah, I just saw that, too. I thought that was funny. (laughs) But what if it was ghosts? How do you know? (laughs) What if I hear noises, and it's the middle of the summer? Hmm... Checkmate. Checkmate. Ninjas. There's a clawfoot tub in this one. Okay, 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 okay. We're gonna, I'm gonna spend far too much time obsessing over hotels if I keep doing this, so. Okay. We should talk about ghosts then. Hang on. Yeah. Pete's going by on the lawnmower. Oh. It's really fucking loud. (laughs) All right. I'm sorry. It's okay. In advance. All right. So, the Weatherford Hotel has been open for a fucking long ass time, okay? So it's been open for 121 years at this point, um, which is very cool. Um, It has also been the location of crime and murder. (laughs) Oh, good. Multiple ghosts called the Weatherford Hotel their home. Um, In the 1930s, a couple that was on their honeymoon was murdered in their room. Uh, And that one was room 54. And actually, after uh, an amount of complaints and sightings and other reports <laughs> they actually turned room 54 into a storage closet and no one is allowed to sleep in that room anymore so Weird. they just like they're just like nope so i guess people still see the bride and groom enter and leave the room though even though obviously guests aren't allowed in oh, there oh yeah so, together in life, together in death. That's really cute, I guess. Yeah. Um, the uh, Another famous ghost um, haunts the Zane Grey Ballroom. So, 
It's the ballroom. Ah. And it's the ghost of a young woman who always appears darting, like running across the floor, or just like floating through. Oh. Just like hanging out. And just like, blue. But I guess she uh, is there a lot, and people see her a lot. <laughs> we don't even have grass yet. Oh um, my god. In addition to those two figures, um, a light hanging above the pool table always sways eerily. Um, even if there's, like, no one playing pool or anything, it's just, like, swinging back and forth. People hear whispers and other sounds uh, coming from seemingly empty rooms. Mm-hmm. Like, I assume they'll, like, hear something and then, like, go and look and be like, there's no one in here. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. So the basement is another place that is haunted in the hotel. Says, uh, so Henry Taylor was the guy who currently owns the hotel. Um, says that his dog refuses to go down to the basement. And there is a soft spot of bare earth, like uncemented, I guess. So it's like a bare spot that like employees like have this thing that they don't step on it at all. They always walk around it because of like the cold and creepy presence that is like always there. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oof. But that's pretty much it for the Weatherford. So there's a couple, like, very active ghosts there. And um, the town of Flagstaff is supposedly pretty haunted just as a whole as well. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting if we ever get to go there. I definitely want to go. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the Weatherford Hotel. Yay! Wow. That's great. I had never heard of that. Yeah. And it looks really nice. So that's Yeah, exciting. it does look re- re- Oh, this is a color picture. Apparently it's like brick red. Uh-huh. It's very cute. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, we, we go for the brick buildings, so. We do. It's true. Well. Well. Very good. At least I'm Thank done you. talking now. Again, sorry, hurt? that wasn't very long, but <laughs> That's yeah. okay. I can see you like rubbing your chest, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just tight. I don't know why. That is Okay. Thank you. That was great. You should, everybody should go and look at this hotel and like go it's on the website really and stuff. It's really cute too. It I looks like, great. I absolutely want to stay there. Yeah, I do too. It's very affordable. Like the fact that we could afford to stay there, that yeah. honestly should tell you something. Yeah. We're broke as shit. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, patrons. You would probably be the only reason why we would be able to stay there. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Anyway. Correct. We are stoked to tell you about our first sponsor, Anchor. If you're like us and you want to start a podcast but have no idea where to start, listen up. So when we first decided to start a podcast, we were looking for a way to put your brain on weird out to the most people um, without having to do the most work. We are so happy that we found Anchor because they distribute our show to apps like Spotify and Apple Podcasts for us. This means that our listeners can find us wherever they already listen without having to download anything new. Once you're ready to get going, just create an account and start recording. They have the tools you need to record and edit your podcast. You can even edit on the go from your phone. Anchor has everything you could possibly want, including free transition sounds and photos that you can use to build your show. Not only that, but you can start making money as soon as you release your first episode. The best part is that all of this is free. So if you want to make a podcast, go to anchor.fm and get started today. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. 
By supporting them, you're supporting podcasts like us, too. So you want to tell us some weed stuff? Yeah, I do. I'm very excited to talk about this thing because I've been, like, posting a lot on Twitter about, uh, like, <laughs> stuff that I've been trying. Actually, there there's, like, a group of us that have been doing that, and it's been really cool. But, um... And then people will, like, ask me questions about, like, THC content and, like, the dosage and stuff. And I feel like I, like, didn't really know how to, like, answer those questions. So I figured I would talk about that a little bit because I, like, looked it up and did some research. Because I think I, like, didn't really know what, like, a typical dosage for, like, edibles would be. Like, you know, milligrams of THC. So I looked it up and I figured I would share So if you are a user of edibles, or if you have considered trying edibles, this is for you. Another thing to keep in mind is that everybody's, um, like, results, like, everybody's tolerance varies. So, like, this isn't going to be completely accurate, but you should always start with a lower dosage and, like, kind of work your way up if this is your first time trying edibles. Even if you do smoke regularly, it's definitely good to, like, start small. Instead of just going straight into, like, a 100 milligram edible or something like that. Ugh, like my poor dumb husband who ate half of a 250 milligram bar of chocolate and then got, like, too high to function. Ugh, yikes, that's a lot. He's like, oh, I don't feel anything. I'm gonna take more. And I was like, baby, no. No. So, like, 100 milligrams is typically the max that people say... But obviously, people take more. I mean, mm-hmm. we've talked we've talked about how much you need to ingest to overdose on this stuff, and it's not even physically possible. So we don't need to get into that. You can take as much as you want, but they typically set the cap at a hundred, I guess. So if you take more than a hundred milligrams, expect to be very high, blasted. <laughs> Unless your tolerance is insane, which I do know some people that are like that. So. 1 to 2.5 milligrams of THC in your edibles, um, the effects would be like um, pain relief, stress relief, anxiety relief. You might feel a little bit more focused. Um, you might feel like creative and like you want to get up and like make art or something like that. And that dosage is like, that's a, like a microdose, basically. That's like for first time users or people who, you know, just want, like, mild relief for, you know, get up and take a little bit and then keep going about your day without feeling, like, super high or anything. Mm -hmm. So that's your starter, is 1 to 2.5, apparently. I don't know why it's 2.5, but um, 2.5 to 15 milligrams of THC would be stronger pain relief or anxiety relief. Um, You might get some euphoria um, your coordination might be a little impaired and your perception might be a little impaired. So this is when you're going to start like the, but in that period is when you're going to start like really feeling it. Um, and that's good for like, that's a standard like recreational dosage. Yeah. I'm pretty sure when you go to the dispensary and you get like a gummy bear, it's like a five milligram gummy bear. Yeah. 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 The seltzer is five milligrams and it does say, it does say if this is your first time trying it, try half the can, which is 2.5. So obviously I'm going to drink the whole can because actually I've, I've drank half as of now. 
So this is what 2.5 milligrams sounds like. Yes. Coherent. Perhaps I will drink more. Hmm. <gasps> oh. Oh. Oh, it does say that it takes it takes effect very quickly, so. Oh, that's interesting. <sighs> that might have been like two more milligrams. So we'll see. Okay. <laughs> Let's keep going. <laughs> okay. Just get slightly more high as we go through this. Okay, so slightly. Oh, so the 2.5 to 15 also is good for people who have trouble sleeping. So if you really need a good night's sleep, take like 10 milligrams of THC. So 30 to 50. I don't know why it skipped 15 to 30 on this. Is there a 15 to 30 up here? Oh, here we go. Skipped it in the description, but it's up top. Come on, Leafly. All right. Uh, So 15 to 30 is strong euphoria. If you are unaccustomed to THC or edibles, you might get some negative effects around this, uh, you know, area. You might get a little paranoid. Um, And your perception and your coordination would be a little bit more altered. So it's more for people who eat a lot of edibles already or already (laughs) use a lot of THC. And if you are a medical patient, that's typically like where most medical patients are for their like daily dosage is like 15 to 30 because you've like developed a tolerance. And it's also really good for if you really need to sleep. If you're really having trouble sleeping, just take a ton of THC and just wait like an hour. Okay. You will probably get very tired. Also, if you ever get too high, just go and lie down and try to sleep it off. That's my honestly number one recommendation. Yeah. Is drink a ton of water. Don't drink caffeine or anything because that is going to make you paranoid. Just drink a ton of water, go and lie down, take a nap, sleep it off, and you'll probably be fine when you wake up. Yep. Okay. Anyway, so 30 to 50 milligrams is a very strong euphoria, uh, highly likely to impair your coordination and your perception. People who have bad you know, if your GI absorption isn't great for like cannabinoids, and if your body doesn't really process cannabinoids that great, that's like, this is where you would start, probably where your dosage would be. Um, And if you have like a really significant tolerance to THC, this is where your dosage is probably going to be too, is like 30 to 50 milligrams to actually like really start feeling something. Mm -hmm. So it just kind of gets further and further and further. And then we get to 50 to 100 so that's a huge gap. And then they stop at 100, I guess. So it's for experienced THC users only. <laughs> if you have never, if you're not a regular THC user or if you've never taken edibles before, you are going to have probably a bad time. Yeah. Yep. Your coordination, your perception is going to be extremely fucked. You're probably going to be paranoid. Your heart rate's going to go up. You're probably going to get nauseous. Um, The other thing that I have experienced before is phantom pains, where you think something on you hurts, and it really doesn't, but you then get paranoid because you feel uncomfortable, and then it just gets worse and worse and worse. And just, it's not a fun time. (laughs) You're not going to die. You're just, your brain is going to be very upset with you, and you might throw up. (laughs) Yeah, you might. Which is also okay. Just drink a ton of water. Sometimes you put too much weed butter in the apple crisp. Yes. 
sometimes you fuck up your friends because your tolerance is significantly higher than theirs. Whoops. Um, <laughs> my bad. Uh, that's okay. That's the last time I've thrown up, so that's good. it's been a while. That's good. Yeah. Very nice. Anyway, so if you if you are basically taking any more than 50 milligrams, um, that's normally people who, um, like cancer patients, people with like really bad um, inflammatory disorders, or um, conditions where they just really need a high, high, high dose of THC to basically get through life. Mm-hmm. So there are people who like that is their dosage, um, and it works for them, and that's you know, that's that. So I guess that's basically it. Um, depending on what you take, we've talked about this before. It'll, the onset is different. Um, so like this weird seltzer thing that I'm drinking is supposed to take effect immediately. And it definitely does. (laughs) So that's weird. If you smoke, it's probably going to take effect immediately, obviously. And, um, with like most edibles, it's probably like, I want to say like, a half an hour to two hours. Yeah, I don't feel anything from my edible yet, so... And it's been an hour. Yeah, yeah. You know. Boo. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. It's all right. I had too many carbs with it. Ah, that's probably what it is. Mm-hmm. Also, if you're confused about the, like, elevated heart rate paranor- uh, paranoia... Paranormal. Paranoia. Paranormal. I would love that. But if you're worried about the paranoia thing... Um, you can try one-to-one ratio CBD and THC. And I know that here in Massachusetts, we can get tinctures that are one-to-one ratio CBD and THC. Or if you can find THC tincture and then CBD tincture, you know, maybe do one-to-one ratio that. And that apparently, like, helps for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So upon my research, I discovered that I discovered that I typically, a daily dose for me is probably like five to 10 milligrams. And for some reason, I thought that was a lot. But apparently, that's like your typical recreational dosage. Yeah. Um, so I could be taking much more. And I don't know if I will. Maybe one day I'll try it out. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. But I typically take like five to 10 yeah. when I take them. So anyway, that's my thing weed talk (laughs) well thank Thank you for for coming to weed talk you're welcome i didn't know that about dosage either so fun it's a fun time unless you take too much and then you're gonna have a bad time yeah you just gotta take it slow man you just gotta take it slow it also it also helps if you are in a if you are in a if you are in a familiar environment like if you were at home don't take it when you're going to some like random party where you don't oh my know God, anybody no. and like yeah don't don't do that to yourself yeah. yeah you're gonna have a bad time you're gonna have a bad time yep cool so is that that's all it i got for yeah. today well yeah. you can go to our website yourbrainonweird.com and you can find our merchandise link there we have lots of cool stuff Nick wore the mask that I got the other day, and he said it was very comfortable, not too tight on his ears, and it fit around his beard. So I wore the mask the other day too, and honestly, I think it's my favorite one. It fits. Yeah. It fits like it fits perfectly flat to the side of your face. 
Yep. Like, and there's two layers. There's two layers of fabric. So you have the one layer that fits perfectly flat to your face, and then you have the second layer that's printed. Mm-hmm. And it has the nose clip too, doesn't it? Or no? Um, no, those don't, no, those don't have them, no. Um, but yeah, they're really, really nice. <laughs> I wore yeah. mine the other day too. I think to go like get laundry or something, and I was like, Ooh. Oh, okay, yeah. And you're like, yeah. oh, nice. Yeah, yep. So we endorse those. Yes. Also on our website, you will find our submission box where if you have any fun, scary, weird stories that you want to share with us, we any would love to hear them. Stories? 420 stories. Oh, yeah. We're going to do a special 420 episode because, yes. Because we're a weed so, show. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have any 420 stories, they can be funny. They can be dumb. They can be also scary. Or ghosts, if you want. Yeah, whatever. Can be cautionary us- tales if you really want them to tales. be. <laughs> yeah. Send us your 420 stories. And um, you can also find links to all of our web pages. We do the Twitter mostly, and you can also find our email on there. And we're also on Patreon, so if you want to support us through Patreon, we're going to be trying to take some ghost foraging trips soon. Yes, I would love to get, I want to figure out a way that we can do live streams and maybe just have like a $1 tier where people can just pay the $1 and be a patron for a month or you know if you really like it you can stay and we'll do like live streams where you know when we go on our little hunts or whatever or if we do investigations at our house or whatever we can like live stream those i would love to be able to do that yeah Yeah. that would be really cool wow so i've been thinking about that a lot fuck yeah i'm very excited to hopefully hear some ghosts talk to us oh shit yeah i need to order the tapes i keep forgetting yeah yeah, but that's uh, that's uh, that's uh, it, I think. I think so, too. Cool. If there was anything else, I forgot to write it down, so. Perfect. I love that for us. Well, well. thank you so much for listening to our weird show. Once again, I'm Jess. And I'm Sam. And this has been Your Brain on Weird. 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 Goodbye. Weird.